Welcome back to No Cap. What's happening? Abbas, you're back. How are oh, you, man? You're not bad, mate. How are you? Good, man. What's been happening, bro? Where were you? Uh, COVID. Yeah. Seriously? Nah. Uh, we'll do, you know, got sick, got tested. All good. Good to go. Good to hear, man. And um, hey, mate, nothing's changed. Penrith. Let's say it again. Nothing can stop me. I'm all the way up. Still going, still going strong, but obviously big outs this week. We'll discuss later. Biggest news of the week, Seabold. Thank God he's gone. It's confirmed. He's out. He had two weeks off, and they didn't discuss it too. He had two days to come back. I'm just very confused about why. Their process at the Broncos, that proved to me there's something wrong there. There's something wrong there with the board. Who waits two weeks for the guy who's gone from COVID and then two days before he's been to come back? Uh, do you want to discuss whether you're going to go or not? I think they, um, after the uh, media circus around his... That whole thing. That whole thing. I think they kind of didn't want to jump to too many conclusions straight mm. away and address everything straight away. Um, I don't think... What, is, what was the payout? One mil? Accepted a settlement, something like that, one mil, maybe a little bit more. I think he got a little bit more from that. Do you reckon he'll coach again in the next five years? No, I don't think so. I think his reputation's tarnished for a bit. I mean, I think how you bring the biggest club in Australia, maybe, to its knees, <laughs> one of the worst performing clubs in Australia right now, how you bring it from that, that you know, peak to, to its fall, it's never, I've never seen it before. I don't think anyone's ever yeah, seen something well, like that. Well, not only that, they, they, have a, they had a good lineup too. And it, and it, <laughs> it weren't bad, yeah. yeah. It wasn't like it was Bulldogs. Well, it wasn't like didn't the they win the first two rounds before COVID? They did. So they, they were looking good and then it's like you just lost his marbles, eh? Isn't that his job, if the rules change, for him to make sure his teams adapt? Oh, 100%. I mean, there's no way that you can, you know, once, once rules, like you've got to give them a little buffing period, right, of like, two three weeks four weeks to adapt but what how long have, has it been now 10 <laughs> rounds 10 rounds 10 rounds and they still haven't adapted so more 12 um i feel like uh, is it so who's do we know who's coming in effective immediately yeah so obviously the names or oh, effective immediately is probably the assistant coach but for the coming year obviously the the typical names paul green who got sacked is up for it kevin walters you know i i think I think he's the favourite to take the job. I, I don't know if he's qualified. I mean, he's done all right with Queensland, but but I, like I, I think he's the I think he's like the favourite just to to make the fans happy. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, I don't know if I like both of those. Like for the Broncos, who yeah. need to have a good season next year, you know, especially for their fans. I don't know if I like those two options. Um, Kevin Walters. I mean, Queensland's always going to be a competing team, especially after the last. What fifteen years that they've been playing, so they've always they've still got that experience in that squad. You know they still know how to win. So even though they're not winning now, it's, you know it's not that hard to get them playing well. Um, coming into a team that's you know the roster is down, um, the playing morale is down. You got trouble in the in the ros- in the locker room too. You know with um, you know all the stuff that's going on with Pangai Junior and all that. Yeah, so, and he's there. Yeah, what he's on, yeah. Yeah, so it's gonna be it's gonna be very hard for. A coach that, other than Queensland, has he really coached anyone, Kevin Walters? He was assistant coach with the Melbourne Storm for a bit. So he's learned under Bellamy at least. Mm. He's got some pedigree there. I, I, I think, like I said, I think he's going to be the fan favourite. Like I think 
to bring you know happiness back to the club at least a bit of a bit of you know positivity yeah um i don't think he's going to complicate it too much i think he's going to bring it back to to the basics for them they're going to be way better next year i think than this year this is this is like once in a lifetime for them honestly that you 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 would never ever see you'd never think the broncos would be at this point as a club Everyone goes through these points at some point. You always get those wooden spoon years. But with a weak club, but not with a strong club, with a, with a one-city one team. They've got all the junior bases covered around mm. there. They've got everyone to pick from, all the sponsors. Got, like, you'd never see something like that. I, I know what you're saying. With a, with a normal Sydney club, I think, yeah, that's obviously going to happen. But with a team like that, that turns over 50 to 100 million a year. They've got all the resources, the best resources in the game, best probably in Australia – it's up there in the world as well. Yeah, that's that's unheard of, man. Yeah, look, they're underachieving. It's probably the best you can say. Seabolt had to go. Um, I think Broncos got let off with um, just having. I'm guessing the max they probably would have given him was one point two, one point two five. Yeah. Um, well, people are saying, why did he even leave? Why didn't he just stay and take the three mil that he was owed still and just keep coaching? But. That would have just tarnished his career even more. Like he, he would never coach again, right? Yeah, he, if he stayed there for three seasons and it did not get any better, like it was, it was, but it was threats from stakeholders, private stakeholders. Like a private stakeholder came out mm. and said, "It's like having a cancer." He called him a cancer. He was like having a cancer, and you know, if you leave it for too long, it's gonna just, it's gonna end the club pretty much. Yeah. Well, I mean. <sighs> So when it comes to money, a cancer isn't obviously the right way to go about it. But no, that's understand. too much. Like yeah. I mean, I know Seabold's man doesn't mean great, but that's ridiculous, man. Yeah, but I understand what he means. As in, um, you know, if if he doesn't improve, if he didn't improve, then the club was obviously going to get into real big trouble monetarily. Um, I think as well because people are going to well, pull out. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, you've seen that with clubs like you know Canterbury and you know Titans. Even you know after a few seasons of not performing well. Fans just don't have the energy to. I mean, it's not sponsors. Everyone, it's it's not an easy thing to go out every single week, go out to away games, home games, supporting your club, and just seeing them get destroyed every single week. And no improvement. Like they're, not play, they're not playing for the jersey. They're not playing for anything. Nothing. So, um, I think they needed to get rid of him. I think it was also wise on his end to get to, you know, cop it. Yeah, because right now he's he's got to do damage control. Right now he's got to. Stay away from the game for a bit. Probably take up an assistant coach in about a year or two, um, and then slowly crawl back his way into the into the head coach role right now. Because I don't see if anyone was to sign him as a head coach right now, that'll just be a very silly move. I think at this point. No, nah, I, I don't think it's a chance. Uh, there's a lot of good assistant coaches out there that are going to well, probably needs get coaches right now. Who needs other than? So you got St George, you got Cowboys, but you got people like Todd Payton. You know, he's doing pretty well with the Warriors. Anthony Griffin, he did all right with the Panthers back then. Paul Green, like I said, Kev Walters. There's a lot of there's Cowboys, a lot of coaches. I reckon Cowboys might give him a shot. Seabold? Hmm? Not now. I mean, what have they got to lose? If they give him once uh, give him a one season contract, see how he goes? No, no. I doubt it. I doubt it. Kid, based on what he's done, because this was his whole setup, right? This was his doing. They could, sell it, they could sell it to him as redemption. Be like, look, mate, your stock has gone down very low. We'll give you 400000 500000 for one season. See how you go. I, I, could, I could see it as an assistant coach going back there mm. and doing that, but I don't think straight away head coach. Who, I think who's he going to assistant? 
What's the, who's gonna who's gonna, gonna be the coach? I'm hearing Todd Payton might be coach here. So he's gonna be assistant to Todd Payton. I think he's got too much of an ego to go assistant. To be assistant, well, he, he was assistant to uh, Trent Barrett once. Who's Seabol? <laughs> Back <laughs> at Manly, one year. Well, they was they at Manly. He was at Manly, yeah. Wow. Yeah, they, and they had the worst defensive record. He left and they made the finals. Speaking of Tavita Pangai, uh, what do you think the Broncos should do? Should, uh, should they bring him back? I mean, how he's, he's he? kind of ratted them out a bit as well with the third-party deals. How how old is he? 20, 24, I think. He's young. The thing is with Pangai Jr., as much as how great of a play, like, you know, he could change the game. But I don't know if he's matured enough. You know, you can see even in his game, you can see um, there's times that he does stuff that you can just see he's just trying to be like a... A menace kind of thing. And I guess some teams like that, you know. I mean, Michael, Ennis made, been, a, yeah. Michael Ennis made a career out of that. But as long as it stays on the field and he's doing like stuff like that on the field and he's not, you know, causing trouble on the outside. I personally, if I was a Broncos, if I was a CEO of Broncos, I'd keep him. I mean, what are you going to do? You're going to tell him to leave and then some other club's going to pick him up? I've, I've never been a fan of that. If a player hasn't done anything that's going to get him deregistered from NRL, then I don't think there's ever a reason for you to sack him. Um, it's like, for example, um, a couple of years, or not a couple of years ago, it's been a long time now, but um, Todd Carney, yeah. right? Canberra showed him the back door, and then Rooster said, oh, we'll pick you up, win a grand final with them. And it's just like, are you that proud that you're going to sack somebody for him making mistakes? Well, he's done it he, to himself. Yeah, like, I mean, it's... Uh, it's a bit different <laughs> in this case, but I know what you mean. Like, find him, do something, like... Just use disciplinary actions. Don't you don't need to get rid of him and give him to another team that's going to benefit from him, yeah. especially a rival team. Like he'll probably go play with Tamalolo, uh, Cowboys. Yeah, that, look, you, you know, you would know 100 percent if they got rid of him, if they committed to this, they'll regret it for a long time. 100 percent. You know, and uh, like especially the fact they lost for Fida, he's another young gun to yeah. lose. The two best young guns you got. Yeah, it's stupid. That's why Darren Lockyer <coughs> reached out to him and said, relax, we're, we're, he's going to fight for him. There's a reason for it. Because, I mean, like, you can't just you can't just say, I'm going to get rid of this person because at this point of his career, he's a nuisance. He's young. Yeah. He's going to make mistakes. That's sometimes, sometimes that's the things that you got to take with, with NRL players, that they're going to make mistakes. It's your job as a club to be like, all right, we know you've made the mistake. Let's try not to make it happen again. You know, I mean, let's try. Let's try to fix it. Let's try to resolve issues, and you just got to get him down, sitting with his agent, and just letting him know, like this is, you know, him going out in uh, outside of the bubble and going out to his mate's barbershop and all that. I know that 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 should be something that they should be doing, but it's something that they agreed before they started the NRL. And if he's just going to be doing that every week, and then he has to be in isolation to, for fourteen days every single, you know, every couple of weeks, then. He's not really making his money. You know, find him, stop payments for him, do something like that. You know? like, like you said, he's done nothing that warranted getting sacked. And he's going to take legal action. And it's not going to be good for the Broncos anyway mm. if they go down that route. But the thing is, I'll compare him a bit to like an Andrew Fafita. Andrew Fafita, similar kind of uh, mm. attitude there. You know what I mean? It's a bit of a troublemaker, a bit of a, bit of a loony, I'll be honest with you. But he's a game changer. There's no doubt he's a game oh, changer. 100%. He can win you a game, an important game. If you're if it needed to happen, you know mm. he'll switch on like that. Yep. The grand final, Origin games, he's done it before. That's what Pangai is. Pangai is very similar to that. If he just eradicates that suspension <coughs> stuff as well, bro, he's he's a gun. You yeah, can't lose a gun. Anyone like that. that anyone that denies that is kidding themselves. Nah, it's just haters. Let's move on. 
I'm getting sick of players. All right, I'm. Don't laugh, yeah. Uh, Why are you laughing for? I'm not. I'm getting sick of players that are ta- that take dives. Look at the camera. Talk, ta- to oh, talk to him. I'm, you, you players, brother. I know you talk. I'm like, hey, Nathan Brown. Looking at you, brother. He's gonna, he's gonna get me. <laughs> we like you, Nathan. It's all right. No, but mate, there, there are players that are honestly exploiting some. I know they're really crap tackles, the crusher tackles. Mm. But there's some players that are exploiting it. Like Marcus Sevo getting crushed by Cooper Johns. Get the hell out of my face. Look. Get the hell out of my face. That was nothing, but man. But this is nothing new. This is nothing new. Like, I Mate. mean, every single NRL team, uh, this is the one thing that NRL has, right? Is that every year rules change and every year NRL teams try to find ways to manipulate their way to get a penalty or of manipulate course. their way to think. It's probably the only sport that I know that does that so frequently, right? Oh, look, that, look, it's the only sport that I know that people can do it and they can get away with it. And that's what I hate. Well, that's the thing. Like, now, crusher tackles are something that is always going to be in the game. You can't take that out of the game. No, but it, of course not. But Because it's just the positioning. Like, when a player goes to the ground, you see If it. you're back Most into the, the tackle... Time, yeah. Most of the time, like a lot of the crushes that I saw over the weekend were not intentional. So like the guy, as soon as the guy realised that it was in, he was in a crusher position, he, you see him release. But there's some players that, <clears throat> all right, they do it, and you can tell they've done it, yeah, and it's a penalty. There are some players, the smallest guy does it to the biggest guy, and he stays down, gets the penalty. Oh, he's jumped up, jumped back up. He's ready to go again, bro. That's a sin bin. That's a bloody sin bin. If you do that. If you take a dive and do that jump strike right back when you get the penalty, you should be gone for what 10. If it, what if it was hurt for like... For hurt seconds. for 10 seconds, yeah? yeah. Get the hell out of my face, bro. Something, yeah. Mate, I'm sick of it. I'm, I'm really sick of that crap. But, you, know, you, don't, the, you don't think players should get, end, should get simbid for that? Well, look, if it was one team doing it, I'd say it's pretty dirt. It right? is, Parramatta. Of course it is. It's Parramatta Eels, man. Every team does it. It's the Parramatta Eels. Every team. There's only All right. Like, there's only certain players in the league that that don't stay down for penalties. No, uh, like, uh, yeah, like a handful. Like maybe like Jake Trebojevich is probably one that doesn't stay down the tackle to get a penalty and then hop right back up. Um, but listen, if you're going to fake it, do it properly. Stay down for like five minutes. Nah. What for? You got the penalty. Stay down for a bit. Make it realistic. Why are you coming back up? You should be sent off for a bad acting, for, for some bad acting straight out. Just five in the bin for bad acting. Ten. Ten. Sent off. Just sent off. Sent off. Suspe- three week, three match ban. Four weeks, five weeks. I don't care, man. Get rid of him. What if it was a good act? What if it was good acting? What good on him. He got away with it. He, he fooled us all. HIA? He fooled us all. <laughs> Come uh. on, man. I mean, like, don't you get red carded if you dive in, in soccer? Uh, yellow carded, but that's that's different. So, like, in soccer, as long as there's contact, it's not a dive. <laughs> or you're going to lead me right into that, and then you're going to laugh at me, huh? Nah, mate. I don't know. There's a certain team. That's just... that's just Certain you know, player. For the record, I did not bring the soccer uh, aspect into this. That was all... Liverpool. Mane. Champions. Mane, man. Yeah. Uh, what is this? The EPO podcast? No, I'm just saying Mane. I just said his name. Okay. Or is he is he lining up on the wing for Penrith this week? He might line up on the wing for Melbourne next year. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go straight to the uh, the games this weekend. Round sixteen. This is crucial now. Now you you probably know that eight, but eight's pretty much set. Would you agree? 
Pretty much. I don't think Ma- be, I don't think Manly or Tigers got a chance. Might be slight chances. You know, Tigers looking comfortable in their uh, ninth position. The usual spot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Warriors, the Seagulls. I don't know. How I, good I does it look by looking at Penrith with a three-point buffer? Mate, they've done well. But like I said, we're going to speak about them. This match, look, it could be match of the round. The Eels Rabbitohs. Nah. It could be. I'm saying, but it's not. But it's a big game. It's a big game. Rabbitohs coming well, off a massive you know win. What? It could be a big game because Parramatta don't perform well against teams that they don't need to perform well against, right? So it could be a close one, but I think Parramatta win. I just, I, I, I'll be honest with you. Looking at Parra, they have been playing attacking, uh, defensively good. Attacking wise, they're terrible. They've been. De- they've been. I, I, I blame the rain the week before. Then last week against the Storm team, I said if they versus the Storm, they had six, seven starters out. What was the penalty count? Eight one, eight one to to parry. You, you, but like the thing is, you have all the run, you have all the all, all the uh, penalties. Everything's going for you, and you only put two tries. Come on! Uh, but you, I told you, you expect a you expect a bit of a belting there from Par- by Parramatta. This is, this is something that Parramatta has lost over the last month or two. They have lost the aspect of putting away teams, especially teams that they're better than. Yeah, of course. Do you know what I mean? Penrith lacked that at the start of the season. Penrith were always in a contest throughout the whole game. Now they're starting to get a bit more comfortable and they're starting to get that lead. And yeah, yeah, They're never in doubt. It's never, never in doubt with Penrith. Recently, they haven't been in doubt. Recently for Parramatta, they'll verse a team like Cronulla who they should be beating, but they'll only just get ahead. They'll just do enough to get ahead. But then they'll verse Melbourne the week after and win 14-0, even though they should have won more. They should have won of, more. Because of all the possession and, and the penalty counts that they had. Um, and all those dodgy calls that went against probably Melbourne. I, I, I saw a few. What about that knock? That complete knock-on? A full knock-on. And the, the ref field. called a penalty. Like, how did... A uh, penalty for offside. How did the offside affect that knock-on? Uh, uh, again, I have no clue. It's like throwing a pass out of dummy half and it going forward, which it was out of dummy half, by the way. It going forward and then penalising the 10 metres. It's like, but that had nothing to do with... Like, it didn't ba- affect brother, it. That's a bank quest, bro. It's all bullcrap. It's all BS, mate. It's all <sighs> we're talking about. It's all cap there, bro. All cap. All cap, huh? But the thing is with Parramatta, like, like I said, they've got to be better, man. And especially now against a team that came off a 56 to, what, 16 victory over, over Manly. Albeit they were depleted, but, man, that was a great... That's, a, that's what I'm talking about. Mm. Versus a depleted team like that, you've got to put a score on them like that. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. But, um, so yeah, you, got got? you still got Eels? Um, yeah, like I said, man, they're not they're not impressive, but they're doing enough. Oh, I think Rabbitohs will beat them. Uh, well, I think they can. I, uh, hope, I hope they do, but I, I don't think, they, think can. they will. I think they're they're in form. They're, they're doing pretty well. They'd have to, but as well for their for their sake as well. Going going into the finals, Friday six p.m. Dragons Titans. Ash Taylor comes back for the Titans. Uh, Jackson Ford comes back for the Dragons. It's a bit of a non-contest here, eh? Like. Not much to say here with the Dragons. Who are you tipping? <laughs> you just said it's a non-contest. So who are you picking? As in the contest itself is just like... Oh, it's just... it's No one no cares. One cares like yeah. to I mean, finally they picked the game at 6 o'clock on Friday that no one cares about. <laughs> I Dra- can't believe Penrith got two weeks in a row at 6 o'clock. Team coming first. Brother, it's just fueling the fire, brother. Most, fueling the fire for the premiership. Most fans cut. are still coming home from work. That's it's, it's stupid. Uh, I'll go Dragons. I was going to say Titans, I'll go Dragons. Yeah, I'll probably go Dragons too. Um, Friday night, interesting game. Uh, it's ridiculous how much the Broncos get Friday night games, eh? Brisbane, man. Brisbane. Friday and Saturday night games. 
I'm sick of watching terrible teams play on Friday night and Saturday night. Yeah, but they might they might perform this week. Last I don't know. week the top four played on Thursday and Friday night. All of it. You know, the, you know, rest. You know how bad the rest of the week was. Yeah. I don't know. I I just wanted Monday to come. Uh, I can't disagree with you there. I mean, Broncos they should be playing. They should be playing Wednesday nights. The the way they've been going. It should just be a buy for every team. <laughs> Roosters Broncos at the SCG. Uh, Boyd Cordner finally comes back. Daniel Tupac comes back. Uh, Brisbane, Anthony Milford's out. Isaac Luke is out. Well, any shocker here? Are you going to pick an upset? No. Uh, didn't you tip against Roosters last week? Against with the Tigers? Yeah. Oh, I didn't tip. I didn't tip. I no, forgot I to tip. The, oh, you didn't? No, it was the week before that because I wasn't here last week. It was the week before that against Melbourne and I tipped Melbourne. Oh, I tipped the Roosters. Yeah, yeah, yeah I tipped the Roosters. But I'm tipping the Roosters again. Yeah, well, I mean, you'd be a lunatic not to. <laughs> Uh, Saturday afternoon, 3 p.m., Warriors Knights. Uh, Warriors on a bit of a, a good run. Halfback uh, Chanel Harris-Tavita comes back for the, for the Warriors. And Blake Green, he's out for the season. <laughs> so Newcastle are losing. Man. What did he do? ACL, I think. He's done. <sighs> no, Knights, Knights were horrible last week. I mean, straight out. Like, against the, again, another team that's got potential against a, a really out-of-form bad team, and they couldn't put them away. It's just frustrating to watch. Yeah, I don't know about the Knights. I, th- I I thought they weren't pretenders at around round eight. I thought they turned the corner against Tigers. I said, bro, they put 40, 40 points on them. I'm like, okay, they're back a bit here. Like, they got a bit of confidence again. And then they went to the toilet last week. I don't know. Yeah, they're, they're a hit and miss. Knights. I think Warriors are a chance here. Yeah, I, I'll give Warriors a chance too. You go Warriors? I'll go Knights. You said you're going to give them a chance. I'll give them a chance. but That I was say, quick. Yeah. That's quick. Sharks, Cowboys, 5.30. Oh, Sean Johnson comes back. Matt Moylan is out. Nakora is in. Valentine Holmes comes back to the wing. And Jason Tamalolo is out. Sharks, right? Surely. Yeah, you can't. Oh, Jesus. These teams are just so inconsistent. Oh, yeah, you probably have to go Sharks. Just because, where's that? Net, Net Strata, Jubilee Cogra. Stadium. Net Cogra. So it's a Sharky's home ground. Yeah. Yeah, you'd have to go Sharkies there. Sharks should put a score on them. Saturday night, Panthers, Tigers, crack a game first uh, round. There's a bit of emotion there. Uppy, game breaker, won that game for them. You'd yep. have to say. Buddy's out. And, and Kickow's so out. Kickow, the Fijian Flyers. Uh, it's a big losses for the Panthers. But Harry- the good news is, Brian Thoreau is back. But even better news, Harry Grant, he's back, baby. <laughs> he, back he, for the Tigers He was having nightmares about Uppy ever since I think But Uppy's not there uh, That's alright I think Mitch Kenny can do the job He'll um, do the job Yeah I, look I was I remember I, I tipped against him When there was a few out uh, I live to regret that For the rest of the season To be honest I'm not I'm, I'm surprised Tyrone made him Get a starting role for that hooker role Just a bit of Bit of an X factor <coughs> Coming off the bench there Yeah did you know Liam Martin is only like 22 years old? How, gu- how gun is he? How, how crazy is he? He doesn't look 22. He looks about 32. He looks about 27, 28. Isaiah is playing probably the best footy he's ever played. Fisher, what? Fisher Harris is at lock. Yeah, he switched it up a bit. Fisher Harris is at lock. Isaiah is second row. And Moses Leota starting. One one change. That's a big... That, that affects the whole bloody forward pack. Uh, you're not, you're not going to go against the Panthers, are you? Uh, they haven't given me a reason to go against them yet, so I'll go Penrith. Yeah, I'm going to get Penrith. Um, they'll continue on that winning run. Tigers, ah, after last week, goodbye, as they say. 
Bye-bye. Sunday afternoon. They don't have a stadium for this game? Uh, who? Storm um, Manly? Yeah, yeah, Sunshine Coast. This is TBA on that. Yeah, because it was supposed to be Amy Park, but they've moved up there. Okay. Sunshine Coast, Storm Seagulls, Cameron Smith, Cameron Munster, Jerome Hughes, they're all back. Big ins. Seagulls, basket case. The only in, big in for them I'm hearing is Albert Pawati going to uh, start at fullback after that whole fiasco with his dad. Oh, really? And uh, club. So he's back from the Warriors. He was loaned there. They brought him back about a week later. And now he's going to de- make his debut. I saw enough. Uh, I don't understand why they sent him away in the first place. Storm, I mean, they were they were like for a loss last week. They're pretty good. They were in the game the whole time. To be honest, they 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 got were, unlucky. Yeah, I think they got a bit of harsh calls. If you know the some of those calls didn't go against them, it would have been a much tighter game. They would have had more to play for. Yeah, um, I think Storms will win that. Manly was so bad last week, eh? Uh, <laughs> fifty-six to ten. I've never seen I've never seen them play like that in a while. Sixteen, I think. Something like that. I think yeah. sixteen. But they have never seen a worse performance from them in a long time. It's hard it's hard for those uh manly players. I don't know what's going on. Um obviously uh, they they they've got injuries, but to be honest, it's not many injuries, eh? It's, it's just, just turbo. Still got that four pack butt, man, and That's it's what I'm just saying. It's, it's very weird. They were good for f- the eight minutes and then pff, they didn't touch the ball for twenty minutes. But it was it was very poor. It was unmanly like <coughs> up is looking like a big loss there. Oh big time. <laughs> Unfortunate that Manasseh is not playing. Yeah, Manasseh, too, obviously. Really. Sunday night, actually. Raiders. 6 30. Bulldogs. Sunday night footy is back by popular demand at Canberra. The Bulldogs, I just want you to hear this one for a sec. Luke Thompson, Remus Smith, and Lafay Averilla have all been dropped. Lachlan Lewis is back. Montoya and Wateni Zelezniak. And Tolman. So that guy that told us to respect Tom and shut up. <laughs> yeah, please stop it. Come stop embarrassing on, yourself. Kerrod Holland. Every damn week I see Kerrod Holland on the list. I have to go to a nine to five job and this Kerrod Holland is broading Bulldogs. Preach. Preach. Kerrod, honestly, go buy the lottery because you're the luckiest man I've ever seen in my life. Honestly. Uh Surely that's not the best they have. Surely Kerrod Holland is not the best that they can. And apparently with. he's better than Remus Smith. He's better than um, Tim Lafoy, who they just bought and dropped. Uh, I'm done with him. So they fast tracked Luke Thompson to Australia <laughs> to, drop. to drop him. He stayed in isolation for two weeks, trained by himself for two uh, weeks, so they could get dropped. Yep. And who takes his spot? Good old Tolman. Good old Aiden Tolman. He's looking for a... He, he was upset during the week but or two Dean, weeks ago. Dean Bree. I didn't care who your dad was. <laughs> you want to hear something? He was upset two weeks ago that Trent Barry hasn't contacted him. Aiden Tolman. Anyway, thanks for listening. <laughs> Aiden, look. Look. I, I don't... I don't... I don't not like you, okay? I like you. It's, Good man. It's, it's my... It's my doubt that you have any more... Anything left to offer to this specific Bulldogs team. Right, you might be able to go to another club, and that experience would would rub off really well amongst the players, and it will work for that team. Brisbane, but with the Bulldogs, you don't have anything else to offer. Trent Barrett is, if I know anything, which probably I don't, but if I do, Trent Barrett should not call you at all. <laughs> Maybe he'll give you like a stake for leaving the club, but that's about it. 
Aiden, you've you've done your you've done your time, mate. It's time to go. It's time to go. You've been taking enough money from the Bulldogs. Canberra, yeah, Canberra. Oh, obviously. Are you kidding me? Anyway, bold prediction, just quick. Next Broncos coach from next season. Who do think they'll pick? Who do you think they should pick? Who do I think they should pick? Well, who's left? Other than Paul Green and Kevin Walters. Anthony Griffin. Um, Todd Payton. Uh, Warriors coach. Dean Pay. <laughs> I wouldn't do that to Tony. I would not do that to Tony. Dean pay for the Broncos. Hashtag Dean pay for the Broncos. Uh, to be honest, I'd probably try getting Wayne Bennett back. Look, his son-in-law is going to be the CEO. Doesn't like his doesn't like his father-in-law. He got issues. But I know what you mean. I don't know, man. It's it's a tough one for the Broncos. Maybe um they should bring him back. He'll fix the mess like that. Oh, I think he'd get them back in the eight at least. Easily. Easily. Um So Wayne Bennett? I don't think that will happen. But you That's, want that you think that I should think happen? That should happen. I think Kevin Alter should be. I think just Queensland coach. They all love him up there. Alfie's it's Alfie's little <laughs> mate. Yeah, they'll they'll be the one two punch there. They'll bring it back. They'll bring it back to prosperity for a bit. Bulldogs tried that. Bulldogs tried bringing one of their own in. They brought a guy that was... Uh, what did he do before that? You know? What has Kevin done other than Origin? Like, you're, talking, you're telling me one of the best... Oh, I get it, players. I get it. I, I I understand that. But again, I, it's just... I think Kevin... Dean Pay walked out on the Bulldogs. I don't know if you remember what me saying that. He walked out on the dogs. He's a, he's a traitor. I don't know why they brought him back. He's a, he went to Parramatta. He went to Parramatta. Get out of my face, man. It's, it's a Kevin club. Walters is a true Bronco at heart. And he was promised a job and they, and they stuffed him. Now it's time to bring him in. Kevin Walters for the Broncos. What about, where's Craig Bellamy? Retired. Is he? Next year. That's about it. Thank you, Abbas. Thanks, Thanks for so coming man. back. I don't it's have to pleasure. call Missing Persons Unit again. Thank um, God. No. And have got uh, my number, actually. You don't have to call Missing Persons. I don't know. Did he didn't answer. Zach? Thanks, it's, mate. It has not been a pleasure, Zach. Yeah, well, so, yeah there's something wrong with you, man. Go get help. Thanks for listening. See you next week.